Hello and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. The podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach, doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. This is a live stream replay from Instagram, actually, where I asked all my followers on Instagram to ask me questions about crossing my first 70K month, which actually, plot twist, turned into my first six-figure month at 106K in September. So what I wanted to say before we dive in really quick is if you are thinking, oh, I wish I had a chance to ask Taylor a question, you need to be following me on Instagram and watching my stories at underscore the Taylor Lee. We'll link it in the show notes because I have been doing Q and A's at least every month over there, whether it's on my stories or on a live. And I always give you guys the chance to ask me questions first. So make sure you're following on Instagram. Other than that, let's dive in. Hello, Instagram. So excited to be here and be doing this Q&A. So that is what I'm here to do today is a 70K month celebration Q&A. I'm so excited. So if you're on, say hello. If you pop on the replay, say hello. Maybe you'll see this on IGTV. Comment and say hello there you know the deal. Um, Just in case you don't know me, I am Taylor Lee. I am a business mentor. I help my clients scale their businesses to multiple five-figure months and multiple six-figure years. And we, in my business, we, me, (laughs) uh, my business has reached its highest month this month. Right now we're at... uh, I haven't put my money in there today. I haven't haven't changed my number, but... We're at at least 73,000 and, um, planning to cross 80K today, maybe even 100K today. We'll see. We're, we're going for it. You never, never know. So it's huge, you guys. So I've been doing 50K months for a while now. It's time to up level. It's time to go to the six figure, uh, a month mark, which is just mind blowing, but that's what we're here doing. So hi, you guys. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Claire. How are you? Um, hi everybody. I have questions from my story, but if you guys have questions, feel free to ask. I'm answering anything. No limits. Ask me anything. If I decide there's a limit, I'll let you know. So are we starting right here? Boom. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Hi, Maria. Um, okay. Hi, Pachi. 
<laughs> I just saw your name pop on here. Hi, everybody. Okay, so here's our first question. Do you only sell high ticket stuff to get the big month money or do you have lower programs too? So the honest truth is in the past, I'd say my income has been pretty 50-50 split, if not a little bit even more from the lower cost. I've been leveraging courses in my business since the first year, but I've also been leveraging high ticket. So here's what I think. I think the perfect business model, even though I don't believe there's a right way, involves some type of high ticket, like five figure program. And pretty much, I have not had a client yet that has not been able to do that. Um, I'll answer in a second. As well as a low ticket. But when I say low ticket, I mean like 1K for a course, if not like three, four, 5K for a group program. So that would be low ticket for me. So here's what I'm selling one on one, 30K. Um, I've signed two clients in that, but one actually hasn't paid. So I have one client in that right now that has enrolled this month. Then I have a couple, I have two more clients on payment plans, my mastermind, which is five figures and then a $1,000 courses. That's, that's what I've sold to get here. So this month is probably more like two thirds of the high end and one third of the low ticket kind of new for me. Um, but it varies you guys. I've hit like this is a new level. This is a new number, but I've hit 50 K months selling primarily high ticket. I've also hit 50 K months selling pretty much all low ticket. So, um, that's that. Okay. So how do you get the question things on here? If you go on your story and you tell people you're doing a Q and a, and you put, you know, the question box you can put on your story, put that on your story. And then when you go live on Instagram at the bottom next to the comment where I can leave a comment, I don't know how you do that on your own live. You'd have to type while you're on here. There's like this little question mark and you click the question mark and it pops up. Hold on. All the questions people have asked me on my story in the last 24 hours. Super cool. Okay. Um, let's just go for it. I haven't even thought of my answers. Jenna asked, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> how to get started from zero towards 70 K plus. Okay. Number one, if this is you and you're starting at zero, I have a program for you. It's called Unleash Your Six Figure Badass. It's going to give you every single thing you need to get to 10K months. Nothing that you don't need. It's the simplest way to six figures. Okay. So if you want in on that, message me. I have a free workshop you can do. It will lead you into that. Um, how do you get started from zero? These, this is the most important thing. You've got to get really clear on what you do, who you do it for, and what you can sell that's going to bring in the most money while still maintaining some level of confidence. Cover all of that into the, in the course. I also cover all the marketing. So then you need to get on one, two platforms, leverage them like crazy. You need to grow, nurture, and sell your audience. And you need to be doing that. This is the cycle of clients, growing, nurturing, selling. Creates never ending clients if you do that every day. You got to be doing that every day though. That's my quick answer. <laughs> but this is a huge journey, like starting from zero, you can do it. I did it. Everyone here who's making money. I know a lot of you guys have been clients and friends and you, a lot, um, almost everyone I've said hi to, or if not, everybody is making money in their business all started at zero. Everyone starts at zero. You can totally do it, but just know it is an endeavor. It's an endeavor. Okay. You got to do it. But here's the thing. Don't Something I want to make a post on, because I've actually had a lot of people messaging me this month saying, 
I'm new, I'm new, I'm new, I'm new, I'm new. Stop saying you're new. Own the fact that you, like you, you're not new anymore once you're running a business. Like you are running a business. You know what you do. You know who you help. You know what you sell, period. Be the expert. Get more in that authority place and stop holding yourself back from where you could be because you're new. You could do so much so quickly if you really own. It does not matter that you're new in business. You're doing this for a reason. Run your damn business. Okay. Thank you, Katie, for saying that. She says, Unleash is amazing. Okay. I don't know your name, but when it comes to content, what's the mindset? A good way, what's a good way to start and what to do to start with content? So the mindset, I don't know what I mean by that, but the mindset of content that comes to mind for me is don't hide, don't care what people think and go like really do it. Put yourself out on the internet. I always say running a coaching business, which is what most of us are doing here. That's what most of my clients do. Running a coaching business is one of the hardest businesses that you can run because what you're essentially doing is putting yourself on the internet going, this is why I'm incredible. This is how I can change your life. Pick me. And we want validation so bad, but it's terrifying because you will be judged. People you love will judge you. It will be super uncomfortable. It requires you to be vulnerable and not everyone is going to pick you. So that's the mindset I would say they really get into. And then um, on that note, story, 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 story. That's the starting point. There's a lot more that goes into content than that. But I will say what changed my business in year one, like halfway through year one, I was signing one client a month, then no clients. And then when I started, I got rid of all the tip content, all the free value content, and I just started sharing. Here we are. This will probably be a podcast. <laughs> Good idea, Pachi. Um, I actually did a Q&A kind of recent. If you didn't see it, it's in my IGTVs. And it was so good that we are putting that on the podcast in October. Okay. Um, story. Tell your story. Don't for, forget trying to give tons of free value. Forget trying to compare yourself to everyone else and just share your truth. This is what I believe and why. This is what I've experienced, right? This is what I've gone through. This is what I've learned. And this is how I learned it. Share the before, share the after, share the struggles, share your feelings because people are going to buy especially high ticket. And I consider low ticket a thousand and lower. And even that is high ticket. So people are going to buy from you at that level because they feel a connection, not because you're perfect and not because you're the best. If people hired the best of the best, this sounds terrible. They would not be hiring me because there are plenty of people who make a lot more money than me and who have been for a long time. Yet people still hire me, right? And they have since the first year of my business. Uh, when I had way less results than I do now. The Aligned Goddess. I love that name. What different offers did you sell to make 70K? So I said this earlier, but I'll say it again. One-on-one, 30K. You can do that. But you could start at 10K. And that might make people go, whoa, whoa, whoa. She doesn't know who she's talking to. Really, you can. We could do it. We really could do it. One-on-one, 30K. A mastermind at 16K, which I don't, think anyone's actually enrolled this month, but I have people on payments. Um, courses at 1K. And I do have a membership, but to be honest, my membership brings in like $3,000 a month. So 
And that's a thing. So I'm glad I answered this because the thing is, I have this whiteboard here and it has like a goal for my mastermind. I haven't, I haven't hit one of those. It has a goal for my one-on-one, which I also have not hit. And it has a goal for my transparent sales course, which I also have not hit. And so it's interesting because I made a plan that felt really easy and doable. I didn't come close to it at all. And I've actually surpassed the original goal I set for the month. Is that crazy? So you will probably want to make the perfect business plan and just, it's like, you want to just like have the perfect business and be done with it. Right. And not have to think about this anymore and not have to invest anymore and not have to learn anymore. I don't think you will ever get there. And this is why I see people even making millions of dollars a year, quit their business or do total revamping of their business. Everybody is always going to be evolving again, especially coaches, you guys. And I know most of you are coaches. Um, you're a coach because you love evolving. You want to help people evolve. Let yourself evolve. So don't think you need the perfect business model. Let's have a smart business model. Let's have a not screw yourself business model. But just know things may never go according to plan. And that is okay. Um, Claire, do you see the membership as a way of keeping leads warm for higher offerings? It's done that for me. I've had people, um, I've had a couple of private clients and a couple of mastermind clients come from the membership, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's necessary to be honest. For me, I actually do love the membership because I like going live and I like being paid to go live. So it works really well for that. And what's funny is I have in my mind been like, I need to do a big launch for my membership. I need to just get to like a lot of members in there. Cause I've honestly all year I've made like 1000 or $2,000 a month from the membership, which compared to my income is like, like bad. Like it's just, it doesn't even make sense to have the membership. And I don't know what I've made this month. I, I really don't. Um, but I've gone from having like less than 20 members all year to somehow this month having over 40 people. I talk about it maybe once a week on stories and that's it. And I have it on my website. So once I release the pressure of it needing to be good enough and needing to promote it and it needs to be huge to be worth it and just enjoyed it. I'm like, oh, I've never had over 40 people in my membership, <laughs> which is kind of funny because I've had hundreds being a course at one time and, and things like that. I've had 40 people in a group program, but I've never had 40 people in my membership. It's kind of funny. Um, please share mindset and energy you tuned in for 70K. Okay. This, there's probably a lot here, but here's what it is. Realigning to a bigger number every day, every week, celebrating every win. Like I celebrated my first, I celebrate the first payment of the month. I celebrate my first private client payment of the month. I celebrate every new sale. I celebrate hitting 10 K like 10 K doesn't even cover. Like if I only made 10 K, I would be in red, right? It doesn't cover my expenses. It doesn't cover my personal bills. Like it doesn't cover anything. Right. So, um, anyway, I could go deeper there, but Um, I celebrate everything. I celebrate even before I have enough money. (laughs) I celebrate every day. Even if no payments come in, I celebrate being in a place where that is absolutely perfect. And I've had plenty of days this month where $0 came in. I celebrated hitting 20, 
which would be low, right? Compared to this year, I celebrated hitting 50, which would mean I'm being stagnant or consistent, whatever way you want to look at it. I celebrated hitting my best month of the year. I celebrated hitting my best month ever. I celebrated crossing 70K, which I've never done. And we're about to celebrate crossing 80K like today. So celebrate and just stay open to the abundance. Even when there's nothing to celebrate, there's something to celebrate. Like, especially if you have a phone and you have people like that you can follow or family, people in your life that love you, people on the internet that you have a phone, you can follow them that are giving you guidance. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, there's always something to be thankful for. Thankful you're not like homeless if you're not, <laughs> you know? So, and the question of how did you celebrate? Here's the thing is, I'm not like going out and doing, I mean, I actually did do some crazy stuff this month, but it's, I have started openly celebrating with family friends, even if I'm afraid it's going to be triggering, I celebrate on the internet. I just share it. And I think you, I know you can feel the energy of celebration without overcomplicating celebrating. I don't think you always have to do something. I would, I would, if you have to go buy something every time you want to celebrate or drink every time you have to celebrate, I haven't drank all month. I haven't had a drink all month. So Normally I like to celebrate with like expensive champagne, but I have so many things to celebrate that if I bought a bottle of expensive champagne every time I had a celebration, I would be drinking more than I would personally like to drink. <laughs> or I would have way too much stuff in my house or way too many cars. I did buy a Land Rover. Like bought, bought. Like I own a Land Rover now. <laughs> and did not get rid of my Jeep. So that's where we're at. Um, that was fun. I celebrated that just, I think that was like, I don't even know when I, I know when I did it, but I don't know exactly what milestone I was at best month of the year, I think. But I knew, like, I just knew it was going to be the best month ever. There's a lot I could say here. Oh, I've been, been wa binge watching all your content recently. Oh, hi, Candace. I love that. Anything else? I mean, there is a lot more here, but Something else that I wanted to say that has come up recently. Actually, let me move on to this question and then it'll, it'll answer that. Um, this one from Tony. And Tony, I know why you asked this because you already saw me share this. You're just trying to get me to put it out there, aren't you? <laughs> anyway, Tony, I love you. We never you watch this. Um, she said, what's been your mindset practice lately? So... This month, I have journaled one time, <laughs> and I shared that earlier in the month, and a couple client, past clients reached out, and they're like, Taylor, you made me journal, and now you say you don't journal anymore. Here's the thing. I think journaling is great, but, and I've always been about this. I, when I used to journal, it used to be journal, and then turn my affirmations, turn my new beliefs into a to-do list. So here's what I'm saying I want and what I believe, and here's an aligned to-do list of things that align to what I just wrote down. Because they, what I noticed for years was you close a journal and everything you wrote down is basically gone. It's in the garbage. Like you don't change. You don't magically change. You have to choose to change. So now I'm just very, I'm not in my head because I actually think about business less than ever before. But when I notice a thought I don't like, I release it. When I notice shame, I tell the people that I'm most ashamed to find out. So like I had some stuff come up about like buying the car and spending money and, and like I had a lot of money go out. Right. 
And so I had the shame about like, well, I can't celebrate my best month ever because I spent money, which is so stupid because what's the point of making a lot of money, right? And I just told people, I was like, yeah, and this is how much I spent and this is how I'm feeling about it. And then I released it, right? Because I know there's nothing to be ashamed of. I know there's everything I made was like a researched, like full desire decision, super aligned, like really good. And I just released it. And I refuse to worry. I refuse to stress. Anytime something unaligned comes up, I'm like, yeah, no. I just, I 100% committed of no shame, no stress, no overthinking, period. And I really don't think you have to journal to live out those decisions. But if you're struggling to be aware, the thing is, is I'm very self-aware now after five years of doing this work. I know how I'm feeling. I don't have to, like, I just know it. I'm always, how do you feel? How do you feel? What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? All day long, every single day, right? That's what journaling is for. How do I feel? How do I want to feel? What do I need? What's coming up? What, like, I'm doing that in my head 24 seven, but it's in a very light way. And I just, I, I'm shifting who I am in every moment. So I haven't found the need to journal more than once this month. I'm not anti-journaling. I'm anti-journaling and then not taking aligned action. You know what I mean? I think journaling is a great awareness tool and a great intention setting tool. But I'm like, my intentions are on my whiteboard. My intentions are in text messages to my sister, my husband, my best friend, my coaches, my mastermind, my own clients. I tell my own clients my goals. Everybody knows what I'm working towards. I don't have to write it in a journal every day but I am writing it down. So don't get that twisted. <laughs> I'm just being silly now, but true. Okay. Uh, let me know if I missed anything, you guys. Um, word, six years on this journey. I love my journal to create the vibrations. Exactly. So I probably will, one day, you'll probably hear me going, journal every day. I journal every single day because I think there's phases. But what really matters is, are you self-aware And are you being who you say you are being and who you want to be? Because that's a choice that doesn't, the universe doesn't come down and go like, you know, er, 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 er. (laughs) you do that. You fix yourself. Okay. Um, here's a good one. Danielle, did I, I don't know if I saw you on here, but hi. Um, how many one-on-one clients do you typically have at a given time? The most one-on-one clients I've had at a time this year is four. Where do you get your content ideas? Who are your favorite marketers? So I don't get my content ideas from marketers or from coaches. I get my content ideas from two things, me and clients. So if there's something that a client asked me that I'm like, I could just go on and on and on about it. I turn it into a live, a a couple story slides, a post, an email, um, but again, I think the, the most potent content you can create is something based on you when you were in your client's shoes. I don't even think you need to give value. I think that you can just share like, I know that feeling and I know how to get out of it. And of course, I, I really am not saying hold back on value because hi, look what we're doing here. I'm just saying like the best place to get content is to go, okay, I was in that position just making this up like October, 2016 to May, 2017, I was feeling like this, this, and this, just like my clients. And I really wanted these things da, 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 da. and all these self-sabotages were coming up and all this hardship was coming up and all these struggles came up. 
share that. And then tell them the things you did. Tell them the things you did that didn't work. Tell them the things you did that did work and tell them how you feel now. People don't really need information. Information is like on the internet. It's very easy to find, right? But for free, but people need someone they see themselves in to show them it's possible. And people need a real human being, right? That they know is a human being. They don't need someone they think is perfect. That will not help you. To be invested in a coach that you believe is perfect will not help you get anywhere. To be invested in a coach that you know is incredible and has what you want and does a really good job of doing what they do, but also you know is human and you see yourself in, will help you get where you want to go. So create content that does that for people. I was like, what is my point here? (laughs) Create content that you know will do that for people where they see you're human, they see you're like them, and they see you've been through it and you've gotten to the other side. They're going to want you on, on their team and they'll actually be getting results that way. Okay. My gosh, are you guys putting in questions as I'm on here? Lots of content. What's your number one tip to create amazing magnetic content? Don't try so hard. I could say story. Do you want me to say story again? Be you. This is the thing. Don't don't try to learn content from a marketer or from another coach so that you can sound like them, come across as them. We're so focused on engagement and followers. And I think I got a question about that. Just don't. Just don't. Okay. Oh, hi. You're on here. Is your name Morgan? I'm probably told, I don't know. MRG? (laughs) I don't like that about Instagram. That's what I do like about Facebook better. I know everyone's names. Um, I'm just thinking if there's anything I feel called to say here. But yeah, we've talked a lot about content. Just focus on connecting to your person. Drop the needing to sell. Drop the needing to convince and focus on your person. Meg, hello. Okay, let me see if I have this question. So um, thank you so much for asking this one. Any top tips or strategies for IG ideal client audience growth for new accounts? I don't know if you guys just aren't paying attention. That's cool. I'm glad my following has not grown at least in a year. Like it has been 10.6K for a long time. And my engagement hasn't, I mean, my story views are up. I know a lot of people's are down. If you're like, my story views are down. It seems like everybody's are, except mine. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but I do have a lot, like a ton of clients are telling me their story views are down. Mine aren't down, I think, because of my vibe. I've been in such a celebratory, like, I've, I've had things where I'm like, something good is coming, something exciting is happening. I've been teasing things out. I've been showing different things than I normally show. People are interested. So that would be my advice in terms of story views, which I do think are a good thing to focus on, kind of. Don't focus on things if it's like, if you're focused, there's a big difference than focusing on my story views are down versus your focus being on how do I make these the best stories on Instagram? How do I make these the most aligned stories to me for my people? The number really doesn't matter because, I mean, it's so cliche, but I would rather have less followers, but more ideal clients. And I know that's what she asked, but I'll just say my audience has not grown on Instagram. 
and my story views have my engagement a little like in the last week, but it's up and down. So the funny thing is, and, and the thing is, is not most, but a lot of my sales actually come from Instagram. So I would not focus on that. I would focus on the best content you can create and honestly drop any weird feelings about your audience growing, your engagement being low, your story views being low. I pay attention if I'm like, wow, my, like this posted so well, I, I ask myself why, but if a post doesn't do well, or if something, if my following drops or whatever, it's like, it's not worth my focus. I don't focus on negative things like that because I know positive things I could be focusing on, which is you guys, my people. This is like the best Q&A I've ever done in terms of you guys asked a lot of questions. Okay. We're in the last one or two. Alex, hi. Um, can you guys see the people's name? I think you can see everybody's names popping up. Anyway, Alex is my ads manager who I love and who has helped me a lot. I'm trying to create nothing but simplicity in my business. Is it okay to have only one offer, AKA my done for you ads agency? Yes. I think it is a hundred percent okay to have only one offer. And I am actually not everyone's name shows. I wonder, Oh, do you, I, I don't, I really don't know. Anyway. Hi, Alex. <laughs> um, I think that's a great move for you. High level, high ticket done for you clients who are amazing to work with that you can get incredible results. And I, and I think what's really cool is I feel like your agency and I love this about services, not that coaching, I think coaching can do this too, but like, I think it can fill itself. Do you know what I mean? Especially you having an agency right now, because I know another thing that's kind of tough with an agency is doing a good job for your clients, training your team, making sure everyone's having a great experience. It's a hard job being like a boss. So it gives you, I think it gives you focus to just like have really incredible clients and build your dream team. And I think you can hit your, I know you could hit your goals doing that as long as you just strategically do it, which you're a queen at. And then maybe you'll add in something else if you feel like it, you know? But that's something funny I've been finding myself telling people too, is like, I did ads, I, I used to do ads for people, right? I used to charge high ticket to run people's ads monthly. And then I ran ads for myself while coaching and it did pretty good, but I wasn't able to give it the full focus and attention I wanted. And I love ads and I see the ROI of them. I think they're great. I highly suggest if you can, when you can, just get someone to run them for you. Even if you're so good at them, it's worth outsourcing. Plus it's something that changes a lot and things like that. Yeah, it's feeling a lot right now. I always struggle as team. Which is so, growing your team, and I don't have an agency, but I can relate. Growing your team with the perfect people who care like you care, who are gonna do as good of a job is so possible, but it's only hard because like you're creative and you're a strategist. Now you're being called to be a boss. You know what I mean? Not a boss, babe, a boss. <laughs> yeah. I think actually you're just giving yourself permission to not think about all the offers you could have and just go all in on an incredible agency experience, including you having a top-notch team, 
would be good for your clients and you. You know what I mean? That's it, you guys. I did get this question. Um, how the heck can I scale a business that is handmade items to this level? This is not my specialty. I, I think this is the thing is you have to be really clear on where can you scale a business of handmade items with the resources you have right now? Because the thing, I don't know where you're at, but it's like you could, if you're like doing it yourself, hand making things, hand packaging, hand shipping, like you're putting so much love that is worth way more money, 10 times as much money as the same product on Amazon from China. I have no clue what you make, but do you know what I mean? So I hope you're not undercharging. I would see how high you can charge, to be honest, and know that you're putting so much love and energy into it. See where you can scale with that. But if you really want to scale on this, I don't know how to do these things, but I think that would come into do you get more people to help you make the products? Do you get more automation in making these products? Do you have some sort of, you know, facility? Like you could scale any product really big, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Of course we have Katie coming in teaching people how to make, how to hand make items or teach people how to decorate with their items they bought from you. Exactly. So it's like, what do you want to do? Katie? I love that full credit to Katie. But it's like, if you're saying scaling that business, that's what I would see. And I would find a mentor who's done it, who knows the ins and outs of that in today's world. B, and or, you can do both or you could move over. You can teach people how to do what you've done with this business. And you can come into our space, teaching and coaching. You know what I mean? Because I think it's always good to accept no matter what kind of business you're in, you have done something even if you make a thousand dollars a month, I don't know where you're at. Maybe you make way more than that. Maybe you don't. You are doing something that someone else would love to do. Katie, you're such a genius. I love you. Um, I appreciate hearing your experience. It's nice to hear from someone that has what I want and does it at a level of integrity that I want to do it by. Law of attraction the real way. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I'll leave you guys with that. So, you know, for me, that's why I'm, I'm making the money. Hi. Hi, McKenna. Um, that's why I'm making the money that I make because I was at a point where I was like at a certain level, yet I'm telling all my clients, like, you can make as much as you want. It can be easy. Do it with manifest it, just strategy. And it. it's just numbers, you know, but I was keeping myself capped. And, and the thing is, is we feel bad because we feel like we're going to trigger people talking about money. It makes people uncomfortable, et cetera, et cetera. But I was telling my clients things I wholeheartedly knew were true and believed and had used to get to one level, but I was refusing to take it to the next level out of fear. And literally one day I was like this, I am not being the soulmate coach anymore. And that's our number one job as coaches, be the soulmate coach, be the real deal. Especially like I know a lot of you teach mindset, manifestation, law of attraction, and you're half-assing, if not quarter-assing it in your own business. That's what I was doing. You can manifest anything. Like, it's just, it's so easy. Da, 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 da. And then I'm like, all I was manifesting was what I was used to and comfortable with. And now I am just like getting super uncomfortable over here. <laughs> 
that's been my conversation all month, like with my coaches, with my friends, my peers. It's like, if I'm here in total comfort zone land, it's time to start getting a little uncomfortable again to get to the next level. So I've just been doing things like that. I don't know. I don't know if they're right. I don't know how they feel. I don't know if I'll stick with them forever, but you got to be willing to get outside of your comfort zone over and over and over and over. So if you're watching this live or like today on the replay, I have one more private coaching spot that I'm opening up, but here's, I already filled my coaching. So technically I have four clients. I'm opening up to the idea because I've been talking to quite a few people. I just feel, I feel someone, right? And I actually have a couple pending people who may or may not do it. Who knows? I have committed to one more spot, but only by the end of the month, AKA tomorrow. Okay. One-on-one, six months. If you DM me, we can talk about it. I can send you all the details. Um, Anything else I want to say about that? And now is the perfect time to join my mastermind. So I have a special bonus for people who join this month, aka tomorrow, by tomorrow. And I am actually on the first day after tomorrow, I'm revamping the mastermind. So I have a couple more spots at the current rate. The prices are basically doubling. So if you've wanted in the mastermind, if you've wanted in one-on-one, now is the time. One final private coaching spot, a couple mastermind spots before we do a big uh, revamp. And the reason for the revamp is literally because the mastermind is so good. Like someone has done a 25K launch this month. Someone has crossed 20K this month. People have signed their highest paying clients this month. It is literally someone just signed two clients in like a week, like like private clients. It's literally the chat yesterday when I was in the chat was like, I signed a client. I signed a client. I signed a client. I signed a client. I was like, what? (laughs) Um, It's super supportive. It's like the coolest space ever. So that's what I have for you. One more one-on-one spot, couple mastermind spots, fast action. If you join by the end of this month, I got bonuses. I got that last spot. And then things like we have to up level. It's time to up level. Things are full. Things are filling quickly. Inboxes are full. We're raising the prices across the board. So now's the perfect time. Cool. Cool. I love you guys. Thanks for asking all these questions and for being here. And I will see you on the internet. Bye. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.